Adrianosaurus. Uh, we're back here for another week and a final team reveal for ADO. Obviously, today is Thursday the 7th, so the Big Bash kicks off with the Melbourne Stars and the Brisbane Heat. And wouldn't it just be perfect if nothing bad happened? You know, wouldn't we just love an old easy start to the BBL? Um, but look, you know, it's not going to be because we hear that Nice has trained with the team. He's been pulled from the PM's 11. He's trained with the Brisbane Heat and they'll make a decision at Batflip. So, you know, Ado's a bit of a sicko, aren't I? Um, I'm going to probably have a plan for Nisa in or Nisa out. Uh, look, let's be honest. If he's in there um, and plays game one, there's no guarantee you play all three games. He is coming off an injury. But look, I think of it as four overs, you know, if he bowls them. And he may have a game where they don't bowl him for the full four, but he'll still be there banging runs. And, um, you know, if he if he's there for game one and he's training, you know, to bowl, uh, I'll, I'll be picking him probably if he comes in for, for bat flip on, on the first game. Uh, and I'll probably put a VC on him. I've got to be honest. Uh, look, Nice is a weapon. Um, and I'll probably try to, you know, move Paul Walter up to Nisa, which is is probably 90K, isn't it, nearly? Um, we'll have to talk about a plan during my, you know, team reveal of how I'm going to do that. I'll go through my team and I'll talk about the positions, you know, the ones I feel rock solid on and the ones I'm wobbly on. You know, and there's some obvious omissions because I really don't feel like I'm on the same team as everyone else. You know, but you got to play the buys and, and you got to play the, the doubles. You know, so for me, I'm looking at a team that's you know going to have some heat to start. They're on the triple. You know, uh, I think there's ways people can go because you've got sixes and and, and strikers who are, uh, sorry strikers on the double in second, but you've got the scorchers on the double early as well. And there's some ripping options to have with people that are going to get two games minimum. You know, in your team, so uh, you know the stars as well. So you know, there's lots of options you can go in the team. It makes a lot of sense to go gades and stars because they've got really lovely early draws. Obviously, people are going to be stashing. You know. Um, some of your strikers, so you might have a Darcy Short and people probably grabbing a, a Menenti. Now, I've got a few questions into the socials and I'll answer them as well, um, but it's made for an interesting start. Obviously, Rashid going out, we kind of don't know 100% before this round how they're going to go. You know, Menenti's been in terrific form. Boyce is a pretty good bloody option. I think Matt Short's an absolute must for you in your round two. Um, but there's lots of things, lots of moving parts, and yeah, I think the biggest talking point uh, for me, obviously, to Quentin de Kock out. He was in my recent team as well. What an absolute blow. But we'll see what Ado's done with his team. I'll explain my reasons for going to where I've gone. Um, and look, you can just have a look at where I sit sort of now. And like I said, I've taken a picture of a Ado Nisa team and an Ado No Nisa team. I'm just going to look at the black bat flip. Look, it's we're actually, it's not a worry at all. You know, and I, I, if you're going someone like Stoinis, and I've brought him in because I'm Adrian Stoinis. Uh, look, if, if he's got a shit spot in the team, he's batting at six and they don't bowl him. You know, you see the lineup and he's too low in the order for your liking. You pull him out because they're the first game. The same applies for Nisa. They're going to do it at the bat flip, but have a, have a plan there for how to do it. Because in the case of me, Walter, up to, uh, you know, Nisa is going to be some crumb. You know, so I've got to think of how and what do my teams look like? Who am I trading out and dropping down, downgrading to find the funds to get 90K for Paul Walter? You, I've got two pictures there. I know I've got clarity. I know what I'm going to do at the bat flip, um, you know, when the teams are announced. 
yeah, there's still a gamble, even if Nisa is named and played. But I, I just got to have me a slice of Nisa if he's there. Um, and I'll go through my team. Well, you know, who I've got, who I've faded. It'll be very sort of triply doubly by, you know, sort of uh, schedule base. Uh, you know, got an occasional one I like in there as well, and a couple of fades. We'll talk about them all. We'll answer some questions. Uh, let's 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 crack over the show, eh? Ado's final team reveal on the day of the BBL launch. Love it, love it. I'm your host Adrianosaurus, and welcome to tonight's news. All right, let's go into it, eh? The first thing, um, you know, we're we're going to answer in the questions is Michael Michael Nisa. Is he? Are we on him or not? I already talked about it. If he's there at the bat flip, but just realise, you know, if he is there at the bat flip and he's named in the heat lineup, he's going to be flooded into everyone's team, and we may see uh, the case of him not being available for three games. That's a possibility. He may not even bowl all of his allotment of games. So yeah, you get Nisa. You probably got to think worst case scenario. Um, uh, you know, if you if you've got him in your team now, that he doesn't even get picked. He's not even there for the first one, and he plays the last two. That'll be spewing because you'll you'll only get two games out of him. But if he's there for the first one, I think I'm gonna probably take a gamble. I mean, only four overs, and Nisa. Look at him. He's a man's man. He's a weapon. Ah, uh, so I'm gonna bring him in if he's in there. Yeah, look, Nisa. Really, I mean, Paul Walter for me is one I've got in the team there. And if Nisa's in there, I think he bats above Paul Walter. He probably bowls his overs. So I'm going to pull him out and put Nisa in uh, if Nisa's there. There's the first news story of the week. He's he's a chance. Um, Dukok is out. Now, look, I had Dukok in there because he is an absolute X factor. Look, a lot of people will go from Dukok, who is 180K, down to someone who's sort of 100K, you know, 130K. So you got some actual good crumb there um, for a downgrade, but I kind of feel like a balance of X-Factor players in my team and safety sort of picks. You know, you go someone like Sam's, for instance, uh, he bats, he bowls, he fields. You know, you go the consistent performer that if he has a Barry with one of them, you know, he goes out for a duck, he'll still probably jag a late order wicket or something like that. Um, you know, when you go these bat onlys, for instance, like um, it's probably an added bonus that Billings might grab a catch or two because he can cop an early good rock batting at four or maybe even five in that team and you get a zero pointer off him. And that's why it's not absolutely worst uh, idea to have a, a heat player on your bench. And, and, and the if you've got a scorcher who's on a double, for instance, in your starting lineup, because, you know, someone like um, Billings will play two of his games before uh, you even have to have a look at the scorcher players. So if you're feeling a little bit fragile, you know, get a Billings on your bench, put the, the reserve on him. Uh, if he cops an early rock in the first way, in, in first game, and he's on zero points, takes no catches, uh, you can make your choice if you want to stay with Billings or just say you've got Whiteman, for instance, as your on-field scorcher. Just play Whiteman. He's going to open the bat. He gets two bites at the cherries as well, although you'll have already seen two of, uh, you know, Billings, and you'll know the answer, probably, whether it's worth it. If Nice is on nine points after two games, I'd probably go with Whiteman and say that he'd probably cover that over two games, uh, you know, with Nisa having one more and, he, and, and Whiteman having two. So that's sort of how I work it out. Um, but I'm I'm going to go pr- at least a minimum requirement of replacing DeCock um, as uh, you know, an X-Factor player. Uh, he was such a great pick because he's a world-class run-rate sort of opening batsman. Uh, he can take a round away from someone, you know, with what, have he, what he's got. Uh, had recent great form as well. So, you know, I, I just kind of um, want to replace him with somebody who can 
has a bit of fireworks, if you know what I mean. So we'll talk about that when we get to my team. But there's the two big omissions. Uh, two, and, you know, we obviously recently lost Rashid, so you lose to Cock as well. Um, you know, a couple of big names lost from the BBL. It's going to be less, less, less richer competition, I think, without those blokes in there. Uh, anyway, we'll go through the next question. Who's the replacement for, for the cock in the news there? I'll, I'll answer it when I do my team. Uh, VC and C is a good question. Uh, look, you've got to probably get a VC on a heat player, haven't you? Uh, look, I've got Munro. You'll see that he's still in my team. Obviously, with the way that everything's landed, I think you've got to have Munro, haven't you? He's an X-Factor. 156k or whatever he is. Uh, I've got him as the VC at the moment, but if Nisa's in, <laughs> I know it's, there's an element of risk because he's his injury and all. Um, but uh, look, I'm just going to go straight on Nisa. He's an all-rounder. Nisa, get him in, put the VC on him, and then that's it. I'm just going Nisa. I always, when I first did the first iteration of my team, Nisa was in that first build. Uh, he had the VC on him, knowing that the Brisbane Hebrew on the triple. So I'm going to go with him if he's there at the bat flip. Um, I... Um, on a scorcher as the captain, I think that that makes good sense because you can sort of look at all your VC loops and where you're sort of tracking for the round. Uh, you get a couple of games. Uh, you know, I can VC Nisa and get a couple of games out of him to see what he's on if I like a loop for his score as a captain score. Uh, and then I can take it off a, a scorcher player or I can run the gauntlet with my captain. Who is Richardson? Richo, um, under an injury cloud, recently back to bowling, an absolute weapon. And there's a question here relating to, you know, premium players, and we'll answer that. But I've gone with Richardson, not the Kane variety, the Jai from the Scorchers. He's my captain. It makes sense for me to VC um, and get a look, two looks at my, my uh, you know, Brisbane Heat VC before I have to make a decision on captain. It just seems like a sense of, oh, I mean, I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm going to VC a Heat player into a, into a Scorcher. But I like um, any of the Scorchers that you might like to go. I think Richardson's a terrific option. If you had Ty in there, I think he's a ripper as well. Uh, you know, if you're one of those ones grabbing a, an opening bat, you're like, you know, you, I don't know if I'll put a captain on them. I'd want an all Aaron Hardy, you know, if he's there. So, yeah, I, I just think that a VC um, heat into a into a scorcher for me because I get two looks at him. Uh, makes a lot of sense. A good question in here. Who is the top, uh, who is my top non-round one double game week player or triple week player, obviously, in the, in the course of the year? Who's the single? Who's your top single? Well, it's kind of weird, isn't it, in a way? Because obviously we know that round two is a tricky one, so it probably should be a striker if it's not one of the double uh, players. You know, so I guess Bat Short is my number one player who's not a, a player who's on a double to start the round. A lot of people stashing him on the bench. People have got him set up there for a loop. And a loop of Matt Short with no Rashid card in the bloody lineup. It's not bad. It's not bad at all because people have got him on the bench and you don't even have to take him this week. He's sitting there ready to go for round two while everyone's scrambling. Wow. Are you for real? Oh, let's get in there. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's the wrong tune. Here, here, let's go again. Are you for real? I am for real. You can get yourself a Matt Short. He's an absolute weapon. Uh, going in a double in round two. No Rashid Khan in the bloody team. Uh, and you can have him on the bench in a loop in round one. I think he's got to be the number one. But look, people are going Sam's, aren't they? Um, you know, McDermott is really highly owned. Um, Darcy Short, obviously, being a, you know, but I think that those ones at under 100K are no risk. I think, um, you know, Sam's is, is expensive. There's nothing really there for you. Early doors on them. Um, he bats, he bowls, he fields. I think he's a, a, an exceptional one. Matt Short, obviously, a pretty penny. So I think that people who are like, you know, Stacked with a whole 140 type K player team, where are you getting 250 for Matt? Well, sure, and if he has a ripping round, 
off your bench in round one, and he's up at 270K. You're going to have to sell more than two players to get him. So, um, look, I'll explain, you know, in those non-double game week players, you know, who you could have gone or who you stash. I think having Matt Short makes sense, you know, for those who don't want to fart ass around with their banking, you know, to try to get him in. going to be hard to find the money for 250k, you know, and that's assuming that he doesn't have a ripping round one, you know, to pay for him. So, and a 180k, you could find you having to sell a couple of players and take a, a rubbish one into round two. For me, into round two, I probably want to make three trades and I want them to all be player out, you know, and, and uh, a striker in, most likely. So, you know, I want to be able to buy Matt Short, you know, I probably want to uh, buy, who's the other one? Payne. I, don't, I want to buy a few scorches. I mean, through um, a few strikers. You know, I might even grab a Mementi or something like that. So he might be 100K after the first round. You know, they, they've got a cost somewhere. And I just think people are stashing short because the transactions are much easier for these cheaper players. So I'd say he's probably the top, in my view. Um, other players from other teams that are not on the double. You know, there's a lot of pretty good stuff in there. And I just think it's Matt Short. <laughs> you want him. You know, I'm going to probably have him in my team forever. Oh, I might trade him out at some point if he starts losing heaps of money. But I just reckon he probably bowls now a couple of overs and he opens the batting. He's a weapon of a player. And um, having him there in round one as a loop option is still a really attractive option. So I think he's the number one for me. Um, you know, I don't know if anyone else really appears to be. Tanvir Sanger, I think, is, is a really... Oh, you know, he didn't have the most ripping tournament there against the Indians in the T20s, but I like him as a quality bowler. I think he's good value. And I also think um, somebody like Whiteman, who's on the double to start the year, you know, is, is probably preference for me in my team over someone like McDermott, who's a non-double game player that I want to mention. 80-something K, 88 or whatever he is, K, he's the kind of player that could be up at 250 quick smart. You know, I, I, you pick someone like Abbott, for instance, you don't think he's going to leave huge cash in a hurry. He may lose a couple of hundred thousand uh, over the course of the thing, up and down, and maybe 20 grand here, 30 grand. But you, he holds his value really well. What you want to avoid is players that absolutely leak money hugely, um, and you want to get players in that can make money hugely quickly. You know, someone like Darcy Short, I, I think, is probably going to just accumulate and probably get to maybe 150K at a maximum, and he'll pop, pop, pot along. You know, you'll have some good games, some bad games, and so will McDermott. But I reckon McDermott will either have bad games or he'll have monster games. And that's the kind of thing we all know from him in the BBL. He's been rich in good form as well. So he's got to be, he is up there in the ownership. I think if you want to get somebody there who's a cash generator that can get from under 100K to 200K plus in quick time, because bank is important and gets you to buy the most expensive players. You can make two trades and get two good players. So build your bank. Um, I think he's a good one. But look, I don't even know I've got him in my team and I don't think you need to do it for round one necessarily. If he has a good first round, unless he knocks it out of the park and hits 15 sixes and scores 110, he's probably not going to go up too expensive. And isn't it worth a gamble that he doesn't do that? You can get him after the big triple week. And, you, you know, if he, he lands your funds and he's only 99K or 100K or whatever, grab him. Um, but I think those are some good non-double-game uh, ones that I, I think you probably want to have in your team at some stage and I don't like a Sams-less team to be honest so I'll probably be looking to get him in as soon as I can. Uh, sorry about the slurring. Morning morning coffee Adrian. Alright let's move it on to the next question. Next one's a good question so I'm going to give you this. 
Well done. Uh, who is the top under 10% player, uh, in my view? Under 10% player, let's forget about doubles, triples, buys, everything. Who do I like? Under 10%? Did they say non-double? Oh, did they? I don't know. What did you say? Let's have a look. I don't even remember. I've got to unlock my phone. Let's have a look. Uh, what did you say, bro? Who top? Oh, okay, they want non Double or non-triple. All right, I'll answer that. I was just going to mention Kane Richardson, actually, on a double to start the round. The Renegades have a terrific draw over the early rounds. Lots of doubles in there. 143,000 known performer, you know, on the big stage, sitting there at 9.5. Well, sorry, excuse me. uh, 8.7. Wow. Get him in. 8.7 on a double. Richo. Uh, Look. Yeah, oh, look, I think he's probably a really good one on the double. Let's talk about non-double players. I like Menenti if he gets the gig. Um, 75,900, cheapest chips, 10.1% for him. He's on a double in round two. Um, and I like the look of him, to be honest, um, with the bat. So I think he could probably tonk a few runs in there. He's probably going to have a decent roll now that Rashid's not in there. Uh, there's no guarantee 100% that it's going to be him. Um as well, you know, they've got four or so options in there. And they may not go with them in NT. I think they probably will, I'm guessing, because he's got some swag, hasn't he? Um, look, I reckon he's a good pick. Uh, I Look, Chris Lynn was in good form last year. He's at 9%. I just think that those uh, ownership levels are probably skewed because, obviously, there's nothing for him in the first round. Um, I like... Um, where is he? What's his name? David Payne there, uh, who's come in recently as well for a round two pick. Who's He's not round one relevant, but I got my eye on him and probably Matt Short into the round two for uh, strikers players. So keep an eye on him in round one if you haven't got him in your team, Payne. Uh, I think he's talent, isn't he? So I want to look at him uh, as well. He's He's got... Him. Keeps low ownerships, uh, which makes sense because they're not, they're not in the round one. But there you go. There's a couple of ones that I think, obviously, McDermott makes sense. And I said because he makes huge, huge money in a quick time. Um, you know, Darcy Short because he's you know going to probably be up the top of the order that one. He might even roll the arm over for an overall two and hopefully for a bounce back season. Um, but there you go. There's Ado. Sanger. Sanger. Hanvier. Questionnaire, how many Heat players do I have? Well, we're going to go through my team uh, really soon. At the moment, i got four of them. Uh, look, I, I probably had five, I think, maybe even six at maximum, but I'm happy with four on them. Um, you know, trying to balance out them, my stars. Oh, am I getting boring? Sound bar. No, I just pressed it with my elbow. There you go. I'll turn that off. Sorry. I didn't know I was that boring. Ah, here. Let me try for something else to just jazz it up again. Ah. Oh, no, that's my... Here's my NRL outro. Kick and chase by Mullen. Oh, great Camberators moment. All right, there. We got it interesting again. All right, let's get into the team. Oh, no. What was that the question? How many heat? Four I've got. Uh, anything else? I don't know. What do you got? I might see that through me. The, the birds, they call me boring. No, that's it. Name my popular fades. Oh, that's a pretty good question. Let's answer that. I've got loads, actually, when I look at it now. 
Uh, just filtering by the most popular own. I ain't got no Josh Philippi. Look, you can't fit them all in. They are on a double to start the year. You, you know, you've got choices of doubles. It's doubles him or doubles stars, you know. Uh, and I just think the stars have a better draw in the Renegades. So I've just gone for them instead of uh, sixes, to be honest. I know it's a double up early and he's one of those players that could hurt you because he's certainly talented. Uh, and he's at 51%. So I tell you what, if he does go off, it's going to hurt. Um, but... I've got him in there and, you know, he's, he's not in my team currently. I've got him in there as, as one of the ones I'm uh, fading. Another one that I'm going to fade in there is McDermott. I know I just said, oh, like, he's the best thing since sliced bread. But I'm going to get him in if uh, if Nisa's in the team. I just think I might get him, you know, in the first couple of weeks when the funds don't land, which may be too late. <laughs> you know, uh, look, I'm giving him a skip. He had a wretched year last year. This boy's at 88K. But he's 49% owned. So it's Round six is here as TLG being tired. Look, I have not got McDermott in there in the current field. Round six is here as TLG being tired. We've had to see the wet hair prince, Mr. Hyde. So let's take a look at a few. All right, we got a bloke called Swepson. He is really highly owned there at 36.5, and it makes sense for some people because they're on to the triple in the first round. But Ado is fading. Why? Because I just don't think he's somebody, even if he plays all three grounds for three games in the first round, which I don't know. I think they might go with Kuderman. Um, You know, what's he going to score? 25 points a match, probably. Score 75 over the three games. Maxi could do that in the first two overs. You know, that's just the way I look at it in a lo- basic logic sense. So I just don't fear Swepson. That's that's all it is. And look, I'll probably eat my words. He's a quality test, you know, standard type spinner. Most of the time, I just don't think he's really hit his straps in the BBL. I think Kuderman's going to be their frontline spinner. And I just don't have a hell of a lot of faith that he's going to get me with, for points. So I'm skipping him. Um, look, it's a popular fade in round one at 35% uh, in match short, but I'll be getting him for round two, so I really kind of ignore that. Tom Curran is at 5.4%. Now, I just think um, you can sort of have a trophy piece that's a non-double or triple type player, but Tom Curran's on a double. So it makes a hell of a lot of sense for him to be in a high price. But look, there's some pretty bloody good other players in that Sixers lineup that you've got on a double. It's Sean Abbott, um, you know, and, and, and also you've got Scorchers as well. So you've got Jai Richardson, you've got Andrew Ty, you've got Berendorf, Hardy. You know, there's lots of great options to go and you can't have them all. Uh, those are double relevant players. But let's talk about singles. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think a player who is on a single that you want, Sams, Richardson, Tom Curran, Abbott. You want all of these pieces that are, are premium supreme scoring players. I reckon Tom Curran's going to bat uh, in great you know, positions in their late order, and I think he's going to bowl in terrific positions in their team. He's not an easy fade on a double in the first round, but I don't even know if he's fully here. Go to the bloody Honeyball BBL, see if he's there. Uh, look, if he is there for game one of that Sixers round, um, he's a player that you have in your team and you know over two games he's going to score well. Um, so he's going to her. Now, if you don't go him, um, you know, on a double, would you be happy to bank your Jai Richardson against a Tom Curran? Probably. Probably. Um, but like I said, you can pick your poison. 
of these doubles ones. Maybe you're partial to a uh, a Stars player. Maybe you want to get Harris or Ralph in. He's a bit cheaper too, by the way. And it looks like he's going to be available in there. Should have put that in the news. But you get what I mean? You know, I am going to fade Curran. I have my injury concerns, but, what you, you know, I've got injury concerns on the player that I went with. But you can go a number of great options in double rounds. I'm skipping Curran under the injury cloud and, you know, a little bit because um, he hasn't bowled since he did a recent injury in his back, I think. And I just um, don't even know if he's 100% going to be here for the round one. Um, So he's, he's fading. But I don't love it. I hate it, to be quite honest. <laughs> and everybody who plays Supercoach will know. But that's a fair fear and sadness to have. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't got Jake Fraser-McGurk in there. Now, he's at 27.6%. He's 62.5 thousand. He is a renegade. So the early draw is better than a current. I know there's a big price difference, but you get what I mean, like favoring a renegade. So, uh, you know, not having him in my team is um, risky in a sense that th- there's a really good number of games for them. It looks like his role in the team could be top four. Uh, as well. He's been in recent terrific form. 27.6k, but I've gone with a guy instead who offers me uh, some bat and keeper um, variety, and that is Sam Whiteman there from... Now, look, they don't have as good a draw as Fraser McGurk, but I just think they're such a valuable piece in your BBL team, at least having three keepers and and four if ideally if you can for looping purposes Sam Whiteman uh, in game one I'm pitting another player who plays two games earlier than Sam Whiteman to see which double player I take I can loop my other double player if I like what they've done um, and if I don't I'll go with Sam Whiteman who looks like he's going to have the gloves and have a pretty good role in that Scorchers outfit so I favored him look Jack Jake uh, Fraser McGurk's in recent good form um, and he looks like he's going to have a breakout year, in my opinion. He's a very talented player. The Gades have good draws, and it probably makes it more sense for early draw to go with Jake Fraser-McGurk, I think. Um, but I'm going to go Sam White because he's a really good piece. He, he's a piece of that is at 62k.5. There's a playing opening batter keeper for a Scorchers outfit. Uh, in the keeper position, there's not a lot of options there. At 60k, is there? Is there another 60k keeper? I don't think there is that's playing. Anyway, so there you go. He's the cheapest good option in the keeper position. He's a really nice piece to have. I've lost Quentin de Kock out of my team as well, so that stings a bit <clears throat> as well. Uh, but I'm, I'm fading um, Jake Fraser-McGurk uh, early in favour of Sam Whiteman. Um, Spencer Johnson, I've got he's at 26.7K. I don't even know if he's necessarily going to be there, but I've heard mail that it's a possibility. He's a very talented player as well. Very good price at 125. I'd probably maybe even take him ahead of uh, Walter if there's no Nisa in my team. If he's there, he was very popular for a time when, um, you know, when we thought that he was going to be rip-rearing and go ready to go for round one. If he's there in their lineup at round one, bat flip, I think people will bring him in. He's still currently at 26.7. I'm just a little worried. He's a big, fast bowler, isn't he? Uh, and you should always worry about them. They could have a rest. You know, I like uh, Nathan Coulton Isle as well. They've got a double. They've got a really lovely early draw of the stars, and I'm not saying he's a bad pick either, just quietly. Um, <clears throat> but... You know, he's, he's getting older, you know, Nathan Coulton. And he might, I think if there's somebody who's a high percentage of arrest, for instance, it might be him. Uh, look, and in the case of Spencer Johnson, uh, with the options, they Bartlett's back to bowling. Um, it all depends on what they've got in there. They've got some other players who can fill a game, for instance. So I worry that he may not play all three games. So I'm fading. He's just not in there. I'm going to go either Nisa or Paul Walter. 
is my pick of the of those three, and and but I probably may overrule uh, Paul Walter. I'm starting to go not warm on him. I just don't know enough about him. Anyway. Uh, I haven't got Cooper Connolly in there at 25.4, but I like him. Um, and look, I'm probably picking Whiteman because of his keeper um, spot because he's only another 8K or so more. Cooper Connolly, bats, bowls, fields. He's taking the bloody practice games by storm. I reckon he's going to have a breakout tournament. I want him in my team. Can I get him in? I don't know. I just want to think about how I can get him in. I've got like a 42K or if I can find 20K or 25K, I'll get him in. But uh, I've got him as a fade. Tanvir Sanger, I've got him. I think he's one of the really good cheapies you can have this year that has no early game relevance. He's at 23.7. I just don't think he's going to hurt me. Arla Schwepson, too much. Happy to eat my words on that. Sam's at 23%. I'm going to skip him because he's not very early um, relevant. But if you're taking one of those non Double game players in round one. I think Sam's is a beautiful option for your team. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize anybody. Sean Abbott, 22.7% on a double early. He is a real scary fade. I'll tell you that. Fading with no confidence. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm fading with no confidence. Um look, he's lower than Curran. On the ownerships, um, 27.9. And I just think they're interchangeable. Curran's a little bit cheaper. I think Abbott's fit as a fiddle and, and, and in and ready to go, isn't he? He's not in the PM's 11. He'll be there. He's not an easy fade because he's a gun. That's why he's 197K. He never really ever drops much below that. I think they're both tonk runs and, and bowl. I don't even... I, th- I think Curran probably bats ahead of him. But, you know, he'll probably come in right behind him. I like Sean Abbott. I love him, in fact. Love him. Got a man crush on him. Uh, look, I'm fading Sids, 22.4. I just don't know in that bowling if there's enough fat. I think Sids might be left out of the team possibility. Um, Josh Inglis, I don't think we're going to see him for a time um, because of his sterling form in the national colours. Um, look, I'm going to stop it on Kuhneman, um, who I think at 20.8% is high ownership, and I'm going to miss him. Yeah, Swepson's so high. At 104,000, I like Kuhneman as an option. Um, I was burnt by him last week and I brought him in for a double and he didn't even play both games. So I'm fading him. Fading. With pleasure. No, but I just think Kuhneman actually is one that could maybe get a 40, 50, 60 game. And if he does that over three games, he could hurt you. And I think he's not a huge investment and the heater on a triple. I think he is in the list of, I think Spencer Johnston, if he's fit, is in the list. I think Munro should be in the list. Billings, I think Nisa should be in the list. Um, and, and yeah, I'm going to say that much about Matt Kuhneman. I think even ahead of um, Spencer Johnson, he looks like a good option that I think he probably goes in as their frontline spinner um, in that team. And they're on the triple. So I, I like him as a pick and I'm going to probably fade him because I just don't see a big ton out of him. But I reckon I could eat my words on that. Um, so I'm going to fade him. There we go. That's it. Let's go through the team now. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. I don't mind, buddy, because I like putting on a show. So watch me all you like, buddy. No, let's watch. Let's see who I've got in my team. Joe Clark. Joe Clark is in my team, me. He's in the starting lineup. I've got Sam Harper on the bench. Sammy Harper, I like the look of a couple of stars who, who have a really good early draw, a draw and they have an early 
draw uh, sorry buy in round two so I can have a good loop um, set up for my Stars players. I like Sam Harper now that I've lost Quentin de Kock because he's an X-Factor type player. He's a firecracker, a little firecracker at the top uh, of the order there. I think he's going to open, isn't he? Sam Harper for a bit of fireworks at the top. He'll probably have the gloves in there as well. New team. Uh, and I'm going to take a risk of, of looping him. So if he goes off in that first game uh, against the Brisbane Heat, I'll obviously move Clark down to the bat and I'll probably move... You know, a loop in, uh, in place to replace him there and take his score. Joe Clark in the start, Sam Harper on the bench, and essentially I'm putting Joe Clark versus Sam Harper. Both Renegades and Stars have good early draws more than just this round. Um, so I've got those two in the, in the makeup of my uh, keeper position because there's a good uh, loop option in round two uh, so I can get a look at three extra players in round two on the, you know, it's a limited buy, you know, uh, sorry, a limited double game round for you for options. So having three loops set up is really handy. Uh, and I like me a bit of Sam Harper in a new team, top of the order in the gloves um, there for a bit of a pod pick. How, how, what's his ownership? He's, he's not owned by a lot of people. Where, where are you? Sam Harper, 11.8%. I like as well. He's, he's less owned than Matt, Matthew Wade, 16.4%. You know, Harry Nielsen's got more ownership. than Sam Harper is on a double. Just, you know, I don't understand. I got him in there. He's a good loop. He's cheap at 130000 He'll have the gloves. I want to pick him. Easy on my team. Joe Clark versus Sam Harper for a loop score in round one. I'm going to loop in Sam if he has a ripping game. Uh, let's go back to the team. Uh, I've gone with Will Sutherland. Uh, look, he's really come on, I think, in this form of the game. I think he's a talented batter bowler fielder. I've got him in there. The games have got a good early draw, and he's... You know, he's a poor man, Sam. Sorry if you're a real big fan of the old Renegades and, and if you love the, the Chief in there, I'm sorry. But I've got him in, so I like him. He's in there. Uh, Colin Munro, Munza. Munza's in there. I've got the VC on him currently. I did say my early plan, if Nice is there at the bat flip, I'll probably put it on him. But Munro's one of the Heat players that I've got in my team. He's in there, Munro. He'll probably be in everyone's team now that everyone else is dropping like flies, eh? Maxwell, the big show. Maxi. He's in there uh, in the starting lineup for 8-0 and he's batting. I've gone Sam Billings. Um, I don't mind if you're like pitting player against player that you've got a Billings on the bench. Just look, I think he's going to probably keep for two games. That's a nice safety, blank, safety blanket, is it? I, I've got a different setup on my bench for players that I'm more scared of. He's consistent 30. He'll probably score you 90 over the thir three games unless something really great happens and he has a ripping innings. And he's a world-class player, probably getting on in his age, but he's a real professional you know, performer, Billings, and I think he'll score well over the three games. He's in. Sam Whiteman, uh, I've got him in my team. I like Sam White Whiteman as a player. Always have. Uh, he's going to be probably, you think, uh, the top of the order, top three. Three. I'm sure they've got lots of options they can go with, to be honest. So you don't know for sure. Uh, but I've got him in there, and, I, and I'm going to see what he does. Essentially, I could have had Clark down where he is in the starting line of the batting and just put Sam Harper versus Whiteman. I've got it set up so I can have a look at a batter as well and just use Whiteman as I please there. But he's in the starting lineup currently. You know, if you, for instance, had uh, Billings on your bench with uh, a reserve on him, you could look at the first two games for Billings. <laughs> before you get a look at Whiteman, which is a really nice thing. So in the case of, say, um, you know, let's have a look at him. The Renegades, you know, you'll get a look at um, Renegades twice as well. You know, before you, well, you know, you can get a look at one game from uh, Billings before you decide if you want to go with a Renegade. That's what I mean. So so there you go. Um, 
I've gone with uh, Whiteman in there so I can have a look at this player on my bench first, and that is Nick Maddinson. He's recently made a return from the ACL. He's only 87K. He's on a really good early draw, Nick Maddinson. He's the captain. So I wouldn't be surprised if he bloody bowls himself too. He fancies himself a bowler, Maddinson. Uh, look, I, he, he's been in... Um, you know, in, in injury recovery on the ACL. So I'm sure he's probably, as the knees come good, but probably faced a fair few balls in the nets. And he's just my little flutter. You know, John O'Brown hasn't been picked in there. Um, so he was one of those 87 Kers who's got an early something that you can have a look at. So essentially, you know, I'm putting Sam Harper versus Joe Clark in my uh, keeper position. And I'm putting Nick Maddinson versus Whiteman in my uh, batting position. So I'm going to have a look at Nick. I'm going to see what he does in the first game. If I like what I see, I want to probably loop him in um, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll sit Whiteman, you know, I'll get him off to someone else to loop. Um, but, you know, I've gone with him. I, I like his ownership. He's come back recently. I think he's going to be at the top of that order in that Renegades from most of the predicted teams I've said. So I've got him in there. Darcy Short is in there. I've had him in there. Look, I don't even need to talk about it, do I? Because he's 67,000. You know, he's probably a better chance of bowling now that uh, Rashid's gone. And he's probably going to open, you know, will be first drop in that team, isn't he? So it's a good role. You've got to stash a, you've got to stash a striker, maybe two. You know, so I've stashed him on the bench. Uh, in my bowling lineup, I've got Jai Richardson. I love him. I love him. i just got to have him in. I've got to have a slice of Jai. Are you for real? You're damn straight, Ado. He's in there. And I've got the captain on him too. Uh, it's pretty good business to have. I can have a look at two Munros, my VC, before I have to decide if I like it. And then I'll go Jai Richardson as the captain. Come on. How nice is that? On a double as well. So Munro's got two games to prove to me that he's loopable. If not, I'll just go and captain Jai Richardson. Look, people are grabbing Curran. People are grabbing Abbott. I've gone with Jai Richardson. Yes, there's an injury cloud. Yes, there's a chance that he doesn't even play both games. It's only four overs a game. Um, you know, you probably get a bit more all-rounder out of Abbott and Curran, don't you? But if there's a double and Jai Richardson is, Jai Richardson is playing... The, my rule, my little internal rule that's like in concrete is if Jai's on a double, you pick him. You know, people probably have that about Abbott. If Abbott's on a double, you pick him. So, you know, each to their own. I like a bit of Jai and I've got him in there. Aaron Hardy, uh, he's into the team, uh, 178,000. I like him. I think he's going to bat, you know, probably three in that lineup. I think he did a good job of that last year, three or four probably. Probably trundle the arm over as well. He's a really good fielder. He's going to be there, isn't he? It's Honeyball BBL. Surely Honeyball BBL listens to me because I'm awesome. Uh, tell me, he's going to be there? Look, if he's not there, uh, you know, I could go to Ty or I could just, you know, I, I, I don't know. He's in there now. I th I've heard that he, I thought he's going to be available. He's had high ownership, so people aren't reacting to him not being in there. I like him. I didn't own him, I don't think, last year. Will Sutherland and Hardy are probably new ones for me, all-rounders, and I've sort of avoided uh, Sam's slash Curran slash Bum. You know, I've gone with Hardy. I like the feel of him in my team. I like some Scorchers who play late round, you know, in there as well to have a look at some things in my team. He's in. Get him in. Uh, Bartlett. I've got Bartlett. He showed some form with the bloody bat. He's back to bowling. Look, and Spencer Johnson is sort of a close-run thing. Billings, Billings is a close-run thing. I just think Bartlett seems like he's probably returned more recently, and I like the look of him as an all-rounder, in a way. He's a bit Nesser-esque you know, in his, his recent form with the bat. So he's in um, 133,000. I like Bartlett as, you know, I think he's going to play, isn't he? He's come back recently. He's looking at any bats and bowls. 
you know, he's a lower order batter, but he's, he'd probably tonk a... If, if Bartlett bowls none for 70, I reckon you're probably a fair chance that he might dong some runs at the end when, you know, the heat have a collapse or something. You know, and that's why I think he's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Spencer Johnson is around the same sort of price and he's getting the accolades now. He looks a real talent. He's come on. Um, <clears throat> and if he's available in the first round, I think I'm probably still going to stay with Bartlett just because he's got that little feather to his cap in the batting recent times. Uh, Paul Walter could make way. Now, he's in my team as well. 105K. I don't know heaps about him, but he's probably going to be decently, you know, positioned in their order. I just don't know how much he's going to bowl. I don't know. I don't know. He's the one that's probably going to make way for Nisa. Yeah, I've got to find a 90K to do it. And it's going to involve Harper down to, you know, McDermott, you know, that sort of stuff as well. But uh, look, Paul Walters in there at the moment as an all-rounder. I'm just trying to find a way to get to four heat players. And I'm not going to go Schwetzen. I've gone with Paul Walter, Bartlett, Munro. How much have I got money? Could I go up to Spencer Johnson? I could probably get that very easily. If... um, you know, if he's available for round one. But look, I don't mind a little bit of a tickle on Paul Walter. At the moment, it's going to be nicer if he's there at the bat flip. Stoin, I brought him in. Big Stoin's in the team. He's on the bench. I want to have a look at him. I just don't have any faith in Stoin, but it is my team name. You know, it's my team name. Are you for real? Well, it is. I'm pretty sure. I haven't looked. Where's your team name? Can you look at it? I don't know. What's my team called? Something. Yeah, it says it in the verses, doesn't it? Where are we? Let's have a look. What's my team called this year? Yep, I'm called Adrianosaurus. Sorry, I, I've ditched you, Stoin. I've ditched you. I'm just going with Adrianosaurus. Uh, so, but he's in my team on the bench. I'm going to have a look at him. What's he going to do in that team? I haven't loved what I've seen from his batting or bowling, to be honest. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Uh, but look, I've got him in there. They've got pretty good draw, the straws. The Stoin is such a cheap price at 116. I think he probably will bat high in their order, you know. Maxi sort of hinted that he's going to bat at four. So it could be Joe Burns at three. It could be, uh, I think Larkin's been left out. So it could be Stoinis at three. Maybe if he's at three and he's going to bowl over a two, I'm going to have him on the bench there for a loop and see what I think of him. So, oh, sorry, I haven't even mentioned Zampa, have I? Zamps is in. Kuderman, I don't mind on a triple. Zamps, you know, I thought he's been in recent terrific form for the Gades. I, I want a few Gades in there. That's going to be my fourth Gade, isn't it? Zampa, I'm just going to have him. Uh, yeah, Stoidis on the bench, set up for a loop. And I've gone with uh, Chaldry. Uh, in there as well at 42k. Now, look, I've only got 9k in the bank, so if I shuffled things around, I think he could become a Cooper Connolly with uh, some of the moves I'm going to have to make. The players that are going to be affected if Nice is in there is I'm probably going to go Sam Harper down to Ben McDermott. That gives me a good slice of the cash, and I'm probably going to go, um, you know, a Nick Maddinson to be honest, probably down to you know, a Jake Fraser McGurk or something like that. Uh, you know, I'm going to fill, you know, fiddle around with funds and that um, 42k could come now I like having a non-player reserve is he going to get picked in their team so what if he is I've seen his form in recent times he's been good but I've got him in there because he's an all-rounder that I, a piece that I can move around and if he doesn't get picked it could be someone else who's an NPR but I, I in a nine round comp which is a very short season for BBL. I'm going to probably just have a non-player I, I know it seems and I haven't listened to any podcast this year you know, I'm going to loop. I'm going to look at people on the bench and I'm going to have a piece that is such an easy move into my team. It's got to be an NPR. So if he does get picked, I'm going to go with someone else, not him, who's an all-rounder. Who's another one? I see a few on the popular list there, but I'm going to have an NPR, an NPR probably, just because, you know, in round two, for instance, I'm going to have 
players that are available to me for loops. And in most weeks, you will have incidental people that you can loop in as well, but I don't mind having another one there that I can. Yeah, it means that you're not going to be able to generate as much player money um, with a non-playing person in there. There's going to be a people that are forced to trade to an MPR if they get a good VC loop score on the bench. Uh, and in that first round, you can trade as much as you want to anyone you like before the round ends. So, you know, if everything's going terrific in the round and none of my loops have come off here and I've got 20K, I'll probably get him up to a Connolly before they play. You know, if, if if Madison sucks and Harper sucks and I'm just going to run with Joe Clark and Whiteman, maybe I use the funds to get him up to an actual player, you know, um, if, 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 if I want, because I can make any changes I like in the first round. But there's the team as it stands. Bit of a long one because obviously I've gone and uh, left it till the last day before the Big Bash starts. I love you all very much and I really wish you a very good uh, season. Just be fearless and have some fun with it. Hey, I haven't listened to anything this year. I've just got a team that I kind of think is a bit different. It's a bit sort of double gamey and triple gamey, which we always play super coach like. I don't mind a couple of pod picks that I haven't ever played before. I think they're ready for a breakout. If they haven't already, Hardy and, and Sutherland probably did that last year. But I'm just going to start the year with these up-and-coming sort of players in my lineup. Yes, I've gone with a Jai Richardson on a bit of an injury cloud, but I like his low ownership for someone of his quality. And he's going to be my captain being a scorcher in round one, which is really good to have two looks at my VC. Uh, look, I, I like the balance of my team. The players that hurt, um, you know, probably Philippi. Um, you know, I don't have Curran, I don't have Abbott, I don't have Sam's, those ones probably hurt. Sam's, you know, the likelihood of him, you know, in round one hurting you. You know, I don't have Matt Short, who obviously stings for the round one, especially people that got him set up for a loop. But um, I want to bring him in next week. Uh, you know, Jai Richardson to him seems like a nice, easy transaction, and that's why I went with Jai. But I wish you all very much luck. Keep close. I'll probably post something. This is in or he's out. Get him in. I'll do it right on bat flip time because I'll be home watching the game, watching the kickoff to the Big Bash. I wish you all a very lucky season. Luck. Bit of educated luck. I mean, you know, there's always a bit of luck in everything in life, isn't there? Bad luck, good luck, but hopefully good luck for everybody. Hopefully people just go with bloody, you know, Spencer Johnson. He plays all three games and gets 11 wickets. And Ado starts to sheer shit like he did last year. You can all laugh at me. <laughs> nah, but good luck, everybody. Love you. And um, many happy returns this year in BBL Supercoach. I'll podcast again during the rounds, probably as close as I can to round uh, change. So I can tell you who I bring it in for the next round and who I think is your good picks and your shit picks. Love you all. And we'll talk again soon. Tight. It's four. Oh, Chris Lynn has taken the wild thing and sent it. Even the wild thing's going well, I can't do much about that.